This week's episode of Mind Gap Podcast is brought to you by Never Gray for Men. Time is ravaging your body. It's totally happening right now. I mean, just look. I bet you can see wrinkles, you can feel some aches, and most depressing of all, I bet you can find some gray hairs. It used to be when you found a gray hair, you had 10 days to report to the government before being put in a euthanasia camp, or you'd have to go on the run as the gray hunters tracked you down for the rest of your life. Now, with Never Gray for Men, you can avoid this scenario entirely. With your monthly subscription, you'll be provided with your Erase the Gray Kit. Simply pluck out your gray hair and replace it with hair provided by Never Gray using the InstaStitch technology to infuse the new hair into your skin. Want to know the best part? Since the new hair isn't yours, if anyone ever pulls a hair from your body, there's a chance it will be the DNA of someone else. Take that, Patriot Act! Head on over to NeverGrayNever.com today and subscribe. Enter the code MINDGAP at checkout to receive a free set of hair from either Doug or Justin. Never let gray hair end your life with Never Gray for Men. Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes, and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Happy new podcast episode day! On this week's episode, Justin shares his sadness in finding a gray hair in his sideburns, we break down the new movie trailer for Tenet. I put Justin in the hot seat and make him choose which of his three greatest fears he must face for 24 hours. And we take a fan question. We covered so much in so little time, so saddle up, check your ammo, and get ready to face your fears in episode 249 of Mind Gap Podcast. Mind Gap Podcast. So much thanks to give. So many thanks to give. Because because of all you, because of you listeners, because of let you me, on let Twitch. Me this. Why is there so much thanks to give, Doug? We're officially Twitch affiliates. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, wait, did I do the wrong one? <laughs> oh, we could do both. We could do both. Why not both, right? They both I work. I will haunt your butt. Darn right. Darn tootin', they this is, say. This is the quality you've come to understand from someone who's a Twitch affiliate. You're goddamn right. So <laughs> I just want to say um, thank you to everyone who followed us. Thank you to everyone who is subscribed and is subscribing literally as we speak. Uh, I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what a lot of this stuff is yet. What just I happened across the screen? I just saw something that said the hype train. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, you know, when all this happened, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, with this unlocked a whole level of shit. I've barely been able to fully understand. I spent some time making emotes. So there's that. Um, so Holy shit. So thank you to Chelios for your subscription. Thank you to SirLauren84. Thank you to Atno Arino. You all are wonderful. We appreciate you. 
And uh, uh, please bear with us as we try to figure out how to incorporate all this stuff into what we do on a regular basis. So um, no doubt the things that I've sort of uh, looked into and activated will come back to bite me in the ass um, in due time. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Because there's going to be some things that we can do while we record the podcast. And there's other things that, uh, you know, we'll prefer to do while we're playing video games and everything else that we're doing. While we're podcasting, you know, I've got some points running down here. I probably won't necessarily, you know, let you redeem any of that shit while we're recording. Maybe we'll. Who knows? So I don't know what that means. Exactly. So right. all I'm saying is just be patient with us as we try to roll this stuff out. We're doing our best. Uh, you don't forget. Don't forget. We are uh, 37, essentially a piece. Like, so that's we're as far as Twitch goes, we're old men. We are old. So we need to. You need to give us a lot of runway with this. You, you just have no idea what <laughs> sort of stuff. It's like, congrats. I'm like, all right, cool. I imagine this is just a tiny glimpse of what it's like to be like, I don't know, an NFL draftee or something like that. You're like, yay. And then it's That's like, so far off. <laughs> now the work starts, motherfucker. And it's like, I get all these emails. It's like, hey, you could do stuff with, with your chat now. I'm like, what? What do I what do I do? It's like you can have all these things. I'm like, I don't know what this means. I mean, we had to do tax shit, you know. That's uh <laughs> no real There's nothing more thirty seven years old than tax shit. <laughs> <laughs> and Norio's like, that's exactly what it's like. I know, yep. right? It's exactly Just what like it's like. Drafted in the NFL. Yeah. This is exactly what it feels like. Yeah. But I just gotta say, like, seriously, <laughs> thank you all so much. We had an amazing uh video game stream on Saturday. We played Joke Boat. We hands down had the most views that we've ever had. We had the most active the most the highest chat like we had an absolute blast can't wait to drop the highlight reel from that uh it was a blast man that was yeah. a real good time and pushed us far over the top of what we needed so yeah again a huge thanks to everybody yeah so uh it was Ed it was Norino a lot of fun says damn it would have loved to have been there you will get another chance so don't worry we're gonna have some more stuff i'm, I'm yeah. definitely looking into having some more you know uh different games into our rotation which actually is a good segue into this coming saturday I'm trying out a new game. I found it last night. I'm going through all these different lists of like, what are some great games that have Twitch integration? And this one is called One Troll Army, right? Everyone's heard of this game, Uh, but it's pretty cool. It's basically like a tower defense game. I'm a sucker for tower defense games. Essentially, the way that it is, is it's a defense game where the streamer is a giant troll in charge of defending a goblin town. And everyone in chat controls AI characters trying to kill the troll and destroy the town. So the chat commands apparently are pretty straightforward and they tell the AI what to do. So you can select a character, character class, tell the character where to go. If they want him to attack the troll, attack the town. And it's worth noting that in 2018, the developers said they'd make the game free if the viewers in their Twitch chat could beat them. And the viewers won, so the game is now free on stream on, on Steam. So I will give them massive credit for standing up to that and honoring that because very easily they could have gone we didn't think that was going to happen and they went you guys beat us fair and square and in the world of gaming that is as good as a as a legal binding contract well it's funny because there's actually a video of it happening and i watched it today and it's really funny because right out the gate the developer was talking some shit he's (laughs) like oh man you guys have to do better than that and then all of a sudden by the end of it he's like because he said there's eight hours on the clock 
you have it goes every time you guys do something there's like a, a, a counter at the bottom with like how much it's, it was going to cost ten dollars for the game he goes every time you succeed that dollar amount's going to go down and he goes every time i succeed it's going to go back up so because if you can get this counter down to zero within the allotted time this game will be free i think in just under just over four hours they were able to beat the developer so it was it was kind of interesting so dcochran84 thank you for the subscription very kind of you Slatty Barkfest so. says, wait, wait, wait. So this game, if I'm hearing this right, Doug will be a giant <laughs> troll on Saturday? Question mark? You are correct, sir. I will be a yes. giant troll. And your objective will be to try and destroy my goblin town. Right. That sounds you like know, a euphemism. but that, you know. that old chestnut. <laughs> Dude, did you get in there? That girl's goblin town? You know I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is just turning into a morning madhouse. It's all that's all this is. I know right? <laughs> that one particularly. I know <laughs> Reno says he's a giant troll every day, but Saturday we get to fight back. So <laughs> sounds Most like a people don't have reference. that opportunity. Yeah, so I'm super excited. I have no idea. I mean, this could be a, a giant shit show, but if you guys want to come help me test it out, I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be fun. Um, it's, and I think you get it gets ranked by which viewer does the most damage or is the most nuisance. So it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We'll figure it out together. So this Saturday, 8 p.m. Central Time, come hang out on twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast, and we'll have ourselves some fun. So, again, um, big thank you to all of you for – Hanging out with us and making this journey happen. We started out on Twitch. I don't even remember when, but it was just kind of like speaking, a while ago. We'll speaking into the abyss. A while ago, <laughs> we were just shouting into the void. We're like, "Hi, we're in the basement of a bar. Come watch us!" And you guys have hung around. So thank yeah. you so much for that. It means a lot. You guys have you guys have made this something special. So we really appreciate it. Um, I mentioned that we're thirty seven. Uh, I. I'm very upset because my body's dying. Um, I found a very long, very predominant gray hair today, and I'm not I'm not pleased with it, Doug. I mean, I guess I'd say welcome to the club, but this has been me. I mean, I I'm like the reverse Benjamin Button, you know. I'm just aging fast. Like, like you just age regular. <laughs> I just you know, I, I age regular like fast. You're I guess that's not fast. Benjamin. That's not Benjamin no. Button. The reverse Benjamin Button would be everybody. <laughs> that's just. That's just normal person. Yeah, it's just a normal aging. person. Yeah. yeah, I've had gray hairs for a while. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, um, I have. I mean, look at my beard, man. I got this. No, nice I know, but you wear it well. Like, well, thank and also, you. Also, you're a dad. I'm yeah. not a dad, so I shouldn't have gray hairs. I also I'm know a, exactly I'm what I'm going to look like, dude. If you guys see a picture of my dad, you'll know exactly what I'm going to look like. Same thing, like. With, with yeah. my brother and I, we're like, we, we look at our dad, we're like, we know exactly. The three of us together, people are like, you're related. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are. There's no question about that. There's no question whose balls we yeah. came from. It was this man right here. So <laughs> my, uh, I mean, my dad went gray real early too, but I think they say that don't you typically take after, uh, I think it's your paternal, no, maternal grandfather. I think that's genetically where the hair trait comes down. Sure. My, I don't. My mom's dad had a real good head of hair. He had color for a long time. I'm just. Do you remember what the first time you found a gray hair? Like for me, you know me. I have. Uh, I'm so terrified of death. Like mm -hmm. it's just. It's constant. Every day I think of it more than I should. And I finding this, it did not do good to my psyche. Whereas I welcome it. I'm like, come here, death. Put me out of my misery. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I have some of your life force? <laughs> Can you share some of it with me? Can you please give me some? Because I'm running out, apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't remember when I got it because it's it was that long ago. I was like, oh, yeah. It was just, I remember it was pretty funny because uh, I forget what it was. I mean, I just like I I've been massively hairy my whole life too. So like I got I like turned into a bear real early on, and yeah, and then it's just like you know, gray hairs. I'm like, yeah, it's happening. I got them on my chest hair. I got them yeah. obviously on my face. I got them on my butt. I got them everywhere, man. Like it's I, it's happening. A gray butt hair has to be weird. No, sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, it's on par. Just you know? thinking about the just I don't know. I know it's normal just because hair starts losing color, but. Just thinking of a gray butt hair is very weird. Yeah, it sounds good. There's to the me. pull quote for tonight. <laughs> thinking of a gray butt hair is weird. It's weird. Yeah. Maybe no, that could, I, maybe we could add that to the soundboard. There you go. I uh not legitimately though. Like it was just it was one of those really weird I don't know, like it it just it really like I sat there in the mirror, I stared at it and I went, Wow, like my body is really it's just stopping making that thing I need for, you know hair color, whatever that is. Yeah. It it was, it really was like a, a, I don't know. It's just a weird wake up call. Like, especially with me and my mentality, it, it, it had me thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, I, I had one of those moments essentially like when my, uh, when my, my dad, I used to walk around the house all the time with my shirt off because I'm a man. And <laughs> I remember my dad going, like, I started having some chest hair and my dad goes, Oh, Wow, you got uh, chest hair a year before I did, which at the time I didn't think about that. I'm like, that's weird. You know exactly when you got chest hair. Um, but I looked at my dad, who's this bushy, bushy beast, and he's like, you got chest hair a year before I did. And I was like, oh, God, like, this is what I get to look forward to is this. <laughs> I'm like, no. So that that's well, Doug, about when we, when we did that old, old man picture of you. Remember when I oldified and. You, I look like my like dad. Full, yeah, and you were like, "Oh my god, that is my dad." Yeah, one hundred percent. I look just like my dad. So, like, man, what are you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. You know, at, D- at D- Cochran eighty four says yeah. you have to embrace the great. One hundred percent. You gotta yeah, just. It's I, just like going bald. It. Like, I get it. I, I just, knew exactly where that was going. I saw my mom sent me a picture the, this weekend of me when I was like, it was two thousand five or two thousand six, and I could already tell like the hair was thinning. Like, I don't know. Right. It was. There's pictures of me. It's just like the second that the mistakenly like sh- like basically just shaved my head at a, at a hair salon, and I realized I just I leaned into it. I was like, oh, this is who I am through and through. There's no need to hide it. There's right. no need to like. I I personally will never color my beard. I will never do anything like that because I'm like, this is yeah. who I am. Like this is now for some people I get it. Like you know, some folks are like, ah, I don't want my hair to be gray or whatever. That's totally cool for me. I'm like, whatever, man. This is who I am. So right. I, it is what it is, so I'm not gonna be like, oh, oh, I need this to be. I mean, what color would I even do? Like oh, I'm if, not saying I'm gonna dye it. I'm just saying it's just a startling reminder of my sure. mortality. Yeah, exactly. Just screaming at me in the mirror. It's like you are getting old now. Yeah, you're going to die. Well, and no, Arena. I said, what do I dye it? And no, no, Arena says ginger. I mean, I did have flecks of red because I'm Scottish. So yeah. I did have some of that. It was like a dirty blonde. I guess it was I, darker brown. I don't even remember what it was anymore. I inexplicably have red a red beard when it fully grows out. I, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I'm not Scottish. Is that the Swedish in you? Sure. Why not? Pick one. Why not? Pick one. You I'm know? a mutt. It could be one of many things. <laughs> I'm a mutt, y'all. 
what you should do, Doug, is you should literally just paint your head red. There we like, go. Try to paint hair on it. Just see what that would look like. Yeah. No, I feel like that would be like. Can I do that the next time I see to you? Some person somewhere. <laughs> you can't do that. You're not a redhead. <laughs> You're bald. You're not allowed You're to do that. Bald. Like, yeah, true. Decock Grenade Force says at my last job, we had an assistant principal who would color his beard over the summer and by the end of the year be super gray again. Thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> See, what we're seeing in the chat right now is an example yeah, of is, points being used oh, where No Arena highlighted their text. And I'm like, that's something you could do. Congrats. Way to right. go. Thank you for cashing it in. <laughs> Not only did he highlight the text, but he says, this message is highlighted. Get over it. Yep. And now <laughs> we are over it. And um, now we're over it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you got the gray hair. I, I'm, I know that's, uh, that's... Yeah, there's probably more that I just haven't noticed, but this one was like... It was aggressively gray. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had those. It got to the point where I'd be like, oh, boop, I'll just take you out. But now I'm like, there's a lot more of them. And pretty soon I'll be like, well, the gray, well, the black ones have to go. Boop, you know, because I want it all to be the same. <laughs> right. You went, you, you, you tipped this, you went critical mass and you yeah. had to go the other route. Yeah. And actually, and to go back, Two Good Hips asked, like, where did you find this hair? Was it a pubic hair? Was it a chest hair? Definitely was not a pubic hair. I'm okay. all colorful down there. Um, it was <laughs> it's a rainbow. It was right here on my right sideburn. Mm, yeah. 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 Well, I'm sorry I'll, that was such maybe, a... Maybe I'll post a picture of it to MindGap social media. Just keep an eye out, everyone. Follow us. Yeah, at MindGap Podcast on there all social medias. We have engaging content. We do. <laughs> maybe we'll make a t-shirt design out of it, you know? It just says it's aggressively just, gray. What I'll say is I'll say Justin's mortality, and that's what I'll right. say on it. <laughs> Jared, you are very correct. I still have not grown pubes. And it's, uh, you know, one day I'll get there. You know, pretty there's, confident. there's something to be said on, uh, you know, um, the people who don't uh, who don't grow hair that well or people who overly grow hair. You got to find that nice balance, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Doug, you're hydrating really well tonight. I'm very thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you I, very much. I feel like that was a subtle nod to address how much you're hydrating. All I'm saying is that I honored beard. I honored a request. That's all I did. So sippy cup. All right. Oh, so, is that I didn't even see the request come in. Oh my yeah. god, we've got to really pay attention to this now. Yep. So I have again. I've got more than more screens open than normal to uh, okay. to Here deal with these things. So this is. I'm gonna very, have very, to. I'm going to have to come to this podcast now with two with two <laughs> cups of water just to make sure that we can fulfill all the requests. Cuz I think that's what's great about this is that you should do you should do cash it in so uh we should both we should both do it. Oh, 100%, yeah. You know, F F FYI, there are some uh, you know, uh physical uh activities for us and to do. And here's the thing, I'm going to say too, Doug set these up so I have no idea what's coming when you guys catch There's nothing too in. crazy in here, but uh yeah. you know, it's it's good, but thank you for making sure we're hydrating. I got I got a big old jug just in case. Posture check. Uh, <laughs> now I gotta do this. I gotta lift the mic up. Thank now. you, Chellos. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, so you had some cool stuff uh to, that you wanted to talk about tonight. One one of them being Tenant, which yes. <laughs> so the the teaser dropped, and you and I were super super excited for that and we were like holy shit christopher nolan playing with time travel like he already did you know um interstellar and he played with time and space a little bit 
This one full on is like time reversal and it's got John David Washington. And it's just, it looks really cool. The teaser oh. did. I learned that the full trailer dropped because of MindGap's social media feeds. I did not realize it dropped. I saw, oh, we posted something. I looked, I'm like, now I gotta check this out. I sat for two, two and a half minutes with like this, with my brow furrowed and just going, huh. And I was so confused. So, so, so confused. Did a little digging and it turns out I wasn't the only one. John David Washington agrees this movie fucking confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so IGN posted an article where he talks about he admits that the movie plot confused the cast and he had to continually ask Christopher Nolan, OK, uh, can you explain to me what's happening here and why? <laughs> and he said Christopher Nolan was very gracious, as we can imagine. He was very calm and patient and talked. But uh, he said every single day the cast and crew had questions about, huh? Well, I have to say, um, I, I I love the trailer. I love the teaser. I love the new trailer, and um, I I like the look of Christopher Nolan's movies. Um, yeah. He, I feel like he. For anyone who's curious in the Twitch chat, I, I posted a link to the trailer in case you want to take a look at it. Um, it's one of those things where this reminds me so much of Inception. Inception is one of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely love it, and um, it's it's. It's def and I remember going. I remember watching Inception in my hometown of Kirksville, Missouri, uh, with my brother, and I think with Jill and with my dad. And when that movie was over, I just remember getting up and like the the we were all like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" And there was a woman behind us as we got up. She goes, "I didn't understand shit." Like she was just like so confused about the movie and it made me laugh so hard because I was like, what are you talking about? This movie was great, but it, you know, that, that was a little tough to follow. Right. I feel yeah. like this. And then there was interstellar, you know, um, you know, which is even more like, huh? And now I feel like this is like the next level up from there. And I love everything about it. I love the way that it's, I, I mean, I can't imagine storyboarding this. Like there's a, there's a few oh. movies out there where I'm like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, this, like, have Inception. You, have you seen Christopher Nolan explain Memento? Oh, God, no. There's an That's another one, minute. right? Here's our, Well, because actually yes. that was just film. It was all in the editing process for that one. But I'm sure, yeah, trying to explain it or pitch it would have been crazy. There's an 18-minute video. And if I can find it while we're talking here, I will post it to uh, I will post it to the Twitch stream. Um, actually, Doug, if you can find it, um, because anything – that pops up on my Chrome will automatically start playing through the stream. So brag. Um, <clears throat> it's an 18 minute video of him in front of a chalkboard and he draws out very similar Doug to how mind gap started. He draws out the, the story slash timeline and oh, proceeds <laughs> to explain it quote unquote very clearly. And it is the most batshit convoluted uh, so crazy thing you've ever seen. <laughs> So right. I feel like I feel like Christopher Nolan is just seeing like every movie he does is like, how can we fuck with the audience even more? Well, I think it's funny because what I like about him is I, I it's funny because I feel like in a, in an alternate universe or really not too even probably in this universe I could easily dislike him because he's very close to being pretentious. <laughs> well, I mean, more more than one person's called him an auteur. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like to me what he what he really likes to do is just storytelling wise. I mean, the guy 
tells interesting stories to me in my yeah. mind like the stories that he's telling i'm like i'm in man like memento i remember watching that movie and just being like whoa this is unlike anything i'd ever seen at the time yeah. and then you've got you know again you've got your um you know dark knight you know what he's done with batman was very interesting it's a great reimagination of the character of the the story yeah and then of course inception and their stellar and all those things i'm just like uh was the um what was the world war Two one he did um, oh, uh, Dunkirk. Yeah. Like just very good, enjoyable storytelling. And, yeah. um, it's, it's one of those things where I find it so fascinating because these are not easy things to tackle, um, from a storytelling perspective, also visually, like he just does a oh, really yeah. good job of like inception, just dealing with the creativity of letting Hans Zimmer take that one song and slow it down to the point where it became like that very pulsing uh, part of the score for the film. And just the idea of like what's happening up here is also happening at this lower level. And then like, you're just like watching going like, I remember seeing the teaser for inception being like, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Like it's cause it was the scene where the room starts to spin and Joseph Gordon-Levitt starts like climbing up the walls. I'm like, what is this? And I feel like this is very, very similar to that where you're watching this stuff. It's like, what's happening? He's like, it hasn't happened yet. And then I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Time out. What? Right. Yeah. How did this? Yeah. What happened here? It hasn't happened yet. I'm like, come on. Huh? I want to. It's yeah. His stuff is very. It's very cerebral. Like it, yeah. you. I told Bet actually. <clears throat> while I'm talking about this, if you could look up and post to the Twitch chat, you guys are getting a ton of shit tonight. Uh, <laughs> it's um, Honest Trailers did a special every Christopher Nolan movie, and it was one trailer for every Christopher Nolan movie. There um, we go. I got it. <laughs> yeah. It. You guys will enjoy this. Um. But we were, I just showed Beth uh, Interstellar for the first time, and I told her this is one of those where now she, she sometimes has a, uh, a penchant for falling asleep while we're watching a movie. And I told her, you very much need to stay awake. And this, this requires every ounce of attention you have because if you miss, it's going to be like, wait, what are they doing? Why are they on a, why is Matt Damon being an asshole? Why did he blow? <laughs> Matt Damon? They, what? Oh, right. Yeah, sorry. I'm like, he's in that movie. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I forgot. he's in that movie. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's his movies do require a, an insane amount of uh, of, of um, focus. Yeah, at No Arena says uh, Tenet's extremely wacky. Tenet basically goes from wacky to absolutely bonkers, and he says Tenet's about that parallel dimension where physics is backwards or whatever. And then he just goes, <laughs> "I just graduated. I'm not trying to do homework." <laughs> it's very fair. But it's, it's, you know, I just, I love a, an interesting story because, I mean, I feel like this should appeal to you as well because, you know, you and I have talked recently about how a lot of things just seem very safe, right? Like a yes. lot of, what I like about what Christopher Nolan does, especially with Inception was, and the reason why I thought it was so important that it was successful is it was, it was an original idea. Like, yes, I say that yeah. in quotes because some people say it's based on a DuckTales story or a Don, Donald Duck comic or whatever. But anyway, the idea being like it's not based on a comic book or anything like that. It was an original sci-fi idea that, did, that was very successful because yeah. a lot of things don't do that well with that now. And so same thing with Tenet and Inception didn't have a sequel. It was a standalone movie, which nowadays is pretty unique. You know, when you think of that mm-hmm. blockbuster type type movie, oh, that yeah. just sort of happens and then... 
That's it. Yeah, they they want to franchise everything. So for him to be able to pull off a bit a big blockbuster standalone movie, that's yeah, it, you, it, that speaks to the trust that the studios have with him for sure. Yeah. Um. I. <clears throat> yeah. He. I. I will give him credit in the sense that I mean, look, I like most Christopher Nolan movies I've seen, so I'm I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying this is going to be a bad movie. I'm just yeah. saying this is one where I don't think the trailer does the movie. I think the trailer actually pulls from the movie. Because I'm really? sure the movie is going to be great once you can see it in its entirety, like top to bottom, beginning to end. You'll have a real good idea of what you just watched. But watching a trailer for it, it's it's nonsense. It's just insanity. Well, see, that's what I love about it is because there's so much in it that, again, I could just as easily hate this. I could see myself just one thing just too far or whatever i'd be like man fuck this movie you know but like how they but mentioned the, the words you would never do that though because christopher nolan has built yeah. up enough goodwill so i don't th i think he could make a, a polished turd and i think you would honestly still give him a little bit of leeway well here's the thing justin madness i, I just forgot the line <laughs> it's like gravity all it takes is just a little push you know it's just like you know, someone could just just like you know, M Night Shyamalan was everyone's darling, and then all of a sudden he did Avatar, and very true, The Last Airbender, and that was it, man. But then he kind of bounced back a little bit, so good for him. But um, <laughs> just the idea that you know, it's the same thing with it's. It, it just reminds me so much of Inception in the fence, in the sense that like in that trailer too, it was like Inception. You know, it's like they say the word, you're like, I don't know what the fuck Inception means. Like, I have it's, no idea. It's true. And it's, it's the same fair. thing as this. It's like Tenet. That's the only thing I can tell you. It'll open some doors, the good, the right ones, and also some of the wrong ones. You're like, what does it mean? Tell me more. I need to know what tenant means. Like, you're saying all this weird stuff, and it's like, right? It's it's I, I mean, the, Robert Pattinson's driving, and all of a sudden a car flips, and it's just I don't know, man. Like, it just looks just very, very, yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting. So. I love uh, it. Yeah, I, I go ahead. <laughs> Jervis says, is, "Are there going to be a few blarps in the film?" Thank you. Nice job. You're ready for that. Thank you. Because <laughs> that's what no, <laughs> that's what we go to Nolan films for. No, that's what you go to Hans Zimmer scored films for. Oh, well for. played. Yes, Hans Zimmer's uh, pretty good at that sort of stuff. And at Norio says, "The line is madness. This is Sparta." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I am a nerd, Jervis. Yeah. I am a I am a score nerd, especially Hans Zimmer. You really are. Did you Hans watch Zimmer that video boy. I sent you today? I didn't think oh, that no, was a I video. I didn't send you a video. It was it just was a still. Not. It was a still. Were you interested in it? Because of I course. can get you that video. Of course. I, I, I've, there's one thing I always joke with you. I was like, who the hell is going to watch a two-minute ad before a YouTube video? And then I watch every single ad to its in its entirety for every masterclass that shows up. I'm just like, who? What's this about? And I've yeah. seen the Hans Zimmer one a billion times, where I'm just like, I love, I love what this guy does. Like, I yeah. love his approach to it, and it fascinates me the idea of someone sitting down, getting handed either a script or however they do it in the process, and they're like, make music for this, yeah. and to have them be like, cool, or the idea of how he came up with the the theme for joker i remember listening to this he just sent i think it was something like hours upon hours of just samples for the joker and he and christopher nolan was flying i think uh cross continent or something like that it was an international flight and he had this his his like uh ipod on and he was just like playing the music he says just this horrific just unsettling <laughs> sounds just nonstop of Hans like here yeah. try this and then he just ultimately settled on an electric cello 
yeah. to get that sort of thing and just like how he just slowly moved moved up the octaves and just created this really unsettling tension like with with that character and I, that's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time like oh god damn it's, it i knew this was gonna happen oh yeah so our, i would say let's go into the left arm okay okay all right left arm and i, I got a little <laughs> something for us here ready all right in three two one You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So if you're listening, uh, someone just redeemed some points. We had to dab. So uh, there we go. Points redeemed. Thank you for making this, us do that. This podcast is quickly becoming split between listeners and viewers. Yes. So <laughs> I'm can, just saying, if you're yeah. just a listener, thank you. But also come check us out on Twitch because uh, it's getting it, interesting to say the it's least. It's a whole thing now. <laughs> I will say this much. I did put limitations on some of these things, so okay. good. They're not. They can't be done all the time. Thank God. <laughs> Thank you at Noah Reno. He's like epic. Yes, yes, yeah. it's very epic. I appreciate that. And uh, we can come up with our own too. We can sort of customize them as we go. Ooh, but I like it. <laughs> can one of them be have Justin show us his newest gray hair? Yeah, we could. Cool. I mean, we could just set the point total, and then there it goes. You know. You're there. welcome, guys. <laughs> It'll be it'll be very interesting to say yeah, the least. Yeah, but yeah. So I th- anyway, I'm I'm excited to see this movie. The the trailer has me I guess I gotta give it I got the the point that you brought up regarding Inception's trailer being a little out there as well. It's point taken. I I forgot about how weird Inception trailer the Inception trailer was. So um and the fact that they said it and you're like, what does that mean? And then mm-hmm. it wasn't explained. So um I guess I I just have to wait for this movie to come out because right now I I know I'm gonna like it, but I don't know, man. It's it just I can't figure it out. I just can't figure it out for the life of me. Yeah, I think what I also find interesting about this is that Nolan is obviously a huge, huge, huge proponent of the movie theater experience. Like he is I just I read something today that he's adamant that this is only only uh it has to be shown in in theaters, like it absolutely has to. It won't be early, right? Well, do you think? Because that's interesting that he now is like I, like he's making a stand. Like certain, you know, we talked about Universal making a stand of like we're going to release trolls and we might do this more often. And he seems like he's a very like theater purist. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, he wrote an op-ed I think in the New York Times about how once as the pandemic starts winding down, like how important it is that we go and we basically help the the movie theaters because it's so important. And I know for him, like things like IMAX and that whole experience is incredibly, incredibly important. Yeah. Um, to, Oh yeah. I mean, he, to that, just he the experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he could, he would do IMAX and everything, you know, but obviously IMAX is the, those cameras are so ridiculously loud that you right. can't do them for the dialogue. But for him, it's a very specific experience that he's looking for. And, you know, in his mind, you probably can't capture it on just your regular TV. So uh, now, <laughs> so Jervis just said, just FYI, Twitch is super easy to capture good stuff. So apparently he just caught us dabbing. So thank you very much. That's a great clip, I hope. So thank you very much for that. Good thing. Thanks for doing the work for us. <laughs> um, but will you, is, is this something, knowing that the filmmaker is like, you need to see this in theaters. Mm-hmm. Is this something that would inform your viewing habits and push you to the theater or would it, would you still say, you know what, 
I'm not going to the theater. I do want to see this. If given the option, I'll watch it at home. I um I would love to see this because the thing is like. I shit all over the, the movie theaters not that long ago in the last couple, a couple episodes ago, but it's just because the business model to me is outdated. It's coming from a plebe, uh, a peasant, a standard casual observer of the industry, it just feels old and outdated. I'm not in it, so I don't understand. But you know, even when we talked with Chris Charles and how we talked about how those sorts of things are really important for some of those indie films and things like that to get the credibility right. that it needs. But for me, like I love going to the movies. Like it's especially for something like tenant. I would love right. to go to see the movies. I would absolutely. It's the same reason why I watched the Hobbit in 60 frames per second. Like I want to make sure I could see it. And, yeah. Or was it 48 frames? I it, think was it was 48. 48. Yeah. yeah. It was in 48 frames per second because I'm like, cool. That's the reason why I, when I did see it once and only once the movie avatar and I watched it in 3d because James Cameron was built that movie for 3D. So like I kind of want to see it from the directors like what's their ideal state to watch it which is also why I saw The Dark Knight Rises in uh, IMAX because that's mm-hmm. what Christopher Nolan's like this is this is what I want my film to be. So I'm like, "Hey, what I'm going to try and see it in the way that they most likely intended it to be so I can see if the um, you know, if 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 it has an effect or if if I can understand it. Um, sometimes I'm like, eh, it didn't really, I'm too much of a moron to be like, yeah, it was worth it. I'm like, eh, IMAX, eh, I don't need it. I'm fine. I'm fine without it. So um, when you saw Dark Knight Rises in IMAX, is did you, you didn't really see the, the, the necessity for it? I get, I mean, there's some pretty cool sweeping shots, especially like in the beginning of that film, like when they're on the that plane. Airplane. It was yeah. pretty awesome, but also it was incredibly <laughs> distracting because in that theater at that time, the IMAX, it was like IMAX and then widescreen. And then IMAX and then widescreen. So it was like, it was very distracting to me that it was like going in between. I'm like, we're in IMAX now. Now we're not, you know, it's kind of like how 3d used to be where it's like, get ready to put on your 3d glasses, you know, like it would alert you. And then you're like, okay, because this is uncomfortable the rest of the time. Um, It's just one of those things where I, I didn't get that excited about it, I appreciated it, but I was like, I can watch this at home and it's not going to be the end of the world, you know, sort yeah. of situation. So same thing with this. I mean, I would love to see Tenet in the theater, but I mean, if I can't go see it, I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to watch it. Like I, I look forward to watching it. I just, uh, for me, I'm sure the score is going to be fantastic and I'm sure like, it's just going to be a great experience altogether. And I would love, to, I would love to watch that in a movie theater, but you know, we'll see you know, if and when that happens, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like there's a part of me that understands the directors going, you know, I made this in 3d. I want you to see it in 3d because I, uh, I engineered this to work best in 3d or same thing with IMAX or whatever. But there's a part of me that goes, is that a crutch? Yeah. Because like a good story should be a good story should be a good story. If it's, if it's dependent on you seeing it in a very specific format, I feel like, did you make a good story then? If it can't be viewed anywhere, because I feel like mm. there a good story should be able to be viewed equally, regardless of format. I agree with you to a point. Like, I feel like there's a there's a point where maybe it's something we haven't fully experienced yet, but there's going to be a way in which you will be able to further appreciate the story in something that's like a special. Like, I would love to see. Was it? I thought I read something where someone was either doing something with 3D that was pretty artistic, or maybe it was VR. I couldn't okay. remember. But well, the idea of like, how can we tell this story in a way that's really 
going to put you in that spot or, you know, because there's been moments, and I've, I've said this numerous times, but 3D, I don't typically like it. I'm like, who gives a shit? It doesn't really do much right. for me. But there are times when I've been like, I understand the gravity of the situation because of the 3D. And the one thing I think of is such a random one, but this for some reason really stuck in my mind, The Amazing Spider-Man with... Uh, You've used uh, this as an example a few Andrew times. Andrew Garfield, yeah. it's the end yeah. of the movie. He has to get from where he is to like the end of like uh, on the street. And when it's in 3D, you get to see how far he has to go. And right. I was like, Jesus. And he's beat up and he's hurt. And he has to. And it's like, to me, I was like, that was a wonderful effect because as, a, as an audience member, I'm like, oh, holy shit, how's this guy going to make it? Whereas mm-hmm. if you see it just in 2D, it's like, yeah, sure, that looks like it's far. But it added a layer to me where I was like, whoa. And sometimes like, I don't know, it kind of gets lost, but like if you think about Star Wars in 3D, you can actually see the depth of space or things like that. It can sometimes add an element, but it was more just sort of superficial to me. It wasn't anything that was like, I have yeah. to see this in 3D. I was like, I have to see it in 3D because this is the time that I want to see it at, and this is the only thing that's available. Right. So it's, it didn't mean that much to me. I think that's – I the last film I saw in 3D, I believe, was was Gravity. The oh. Sand Look Vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say that it didn't enhance the story for me at all. But what I will say is that it did give me a sense, to your point about space, it gave me a a stomach-churning sense of how, like, far away from Earth you are. Like, Because there was one shot of her repairing something, and it was an over-the-shoulder, and you saw Earth in the distance, and you got an actual dimensional depth of... It's not just this flat image of, you know, astronaut in space. You saw that there was yeah. le- legitimate space behind her. And I remember sitting in the theater and going, oh, oh boy, <laughs> I could not do this. Because you don't like heights either. And, uh, oh, I hate them. Yeah. yeah. So space, heights, death, and spiders, <laughs> all things. And in a way, they all relate. Um, three of those lead to the last one. <laughs> so um, space, height, and spiders can lead to death all right so let me ask you a question i don't like it already all right hot seat for you justin you have to spend 24 hours with one of those three fears so you're either hanging out very tall building on just a little ledge 24 hours you're dangling from like a cord I'm sleeping up there <laughs> yep you're just like for tw- okay. i mean hey can you sleep i don't know we'll find out um, you're dangling from a cord from a space station in space, or you have to spend a room. So I'm not time out. So I'm not even in the space station. Mm-mm. I am, I am in a suit mm-hmm. that has enough oxygen for mm-hmm. my time out, my spacewalk. And I'm setting a world record for longest spacewalk. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Or you're in a room. I don't know. My blood, my pulse is legitimately raising right now. Or we're in, you're in a room. I'm trying to decide. I mean, what makes sense? What's fair here? Is it a spot, a medium sized spider? Is it a cat sized spider? Is it a, I mean, what do you think? Like 24 hours in, I mean, you know. Or is it, or is it a room of, well, remember the last question round we did? Like, is it a, is it a, like that girl who had the, or the deal breaker one? Yeah. Is it the the room of spider? Spiders. Yeah, I mean, does it freak you out that they're in their terrariums? I mean, is that enough to set you have to hang out in there for twenty four hours? Like, just 
And she'll probably be okay for 24 hours, but what if one of them gets out? Like, you know, are they smart enough? Have they unionized? I mean, like, what's happening here? I don't know. You know, like... No! <laughs> so I'll let you decide. I mean, what... what I want to make it somewhat realistic. I don't want to be like, you know, there's an eight foot spider and you're hanging out in the room with it, you know, or whatever. But like, also at the same time, it's not like I'm in this big bedroom and there's a daddy long leg in here somewhere. You know what I mean? So, you know, I don't like what Jared just said. Give Justin a couple huntsman spiders. No, they won't bite, but they're big and they like the gallop. I don't know what the gallop is. Nope, Huntsman do spiders. It, I don't see it. Yeah, these guys are a real a real problem. I've seen plenty of uh, plenty of videos of these guys. Woo! Yeah, they are big. Did you post an, a link to an image. Yes. Yes. Oh god damn it! Yes, yes, yes. I, oh god damn it! I don't. Yeah. Just, I don't like it. Yep. Let's just see if uh, maybe they like two gallop. He says they like two gallop. I don't like anything about this. I don't God think damn that's it. gonna work. I'm gonna try and I here's the thing. If they were in a terrarium, I would spend twenty four twenty four waking hours in there. That's he's right. Just hold your hand up to your face. That's the size. All right. I'm gonna click this and you guys yeah. are gonna see someone have a panic attack in real time. All yeah. right. This is not ah uh, no, no, yeah. no. That's also pretty good for scale if you see how big that thing is. Like that oh, thing is no, no. No, no, no. For the listeners. No. <laughs> for the listeners. No. I sent him a picture. It's essentially it's it's covering about the corner, the oh, entire God. corner of like a window. Like a glass it's either a door. I mean, this thing is like Jared is pretty right. Put your palm up to your face. That's about the size of this thing. That's not big enough. Your palm <laughs> on your face is not big enough. Yeah, so they won't bite, but they like to gallop. So let's stick with this since we're on this one. All right, so you have to hang out in a room with the Huntsman Spider for 24 hours. You have to hang out. In a terrarium? (laughs) No, he's in the room. He's just just hanging out in the room, free-balling. Yeah, so you either, there's a bed, okay? So you can hang. Oh my God! Jervis says you can find them on your sliding doors in the morning. <laughs> They're a nice little wake up in the morning. You are too calm about this, Jared. You are too calm, sir. You are He's too Australian, calm. Australian, Doug. This is what they do. This is they deal what with they the, do. They can't beat emus, but they fucking hang out with gallop spiders. That's right. All right, let's check our posture real quick. Make sure that we're good. You know, yeah. make sure we're ready doing to good. Dab again too. Yep, we're going to have to cash in on a dab. We're going left. We're going left again. Three, right. two, one. I realize this is like the first time I've ever dabbed. The second time now. So, hooray. Oh, boy. What oh boy. I don't like watching is the playback in Twitch when that happens. I love it. Jared, I feel like- stop talking about these spiders. I'm going to kick you out of the chat. We have the power to do that. I don't All right, like this. Justin. Okay, here's the deal. All right, so Jared, what is we've it? We've already lost one viewer to the stream. Stop talking about the spiders. <laughs> so here's I the blame thing. Blame you. All right, you're dangling from the space station for 24 hours. You're on a ledge of a building for 24 hours, or you're in your current bedroom. There's a huntsman spider in there somewhere, and you got to stay in there for 24 hours. Which one do you pick? Well, Real quick, I never knew. So, 
Is this the? It's an Australian black widow. You guys call them redbacks. We call them black widows. That's interesting. Redback sounds like a racist term, but about. that's fine. You know. Okay. <laughs> well, what about? So that's only three of my four fears, Doug. Like, what about death? I have to hang out with death for twenty-four hours. Well, what's, what I'm saying is that any one of those could lead to death. So you know. <laughs> so what do you think, man? Which one do you pick? Twenty-four hours. What's uh? Pick your poison, sir. Pick your poison. Oh. Jesus. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I don't. <laughs> okay, let's talk this through. For yeah, space, let's break it down for us. Break it down for us. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to go with space, and here's why. <laughs> okay, lay it on me. Oh, that makes me so anxious just thinking <laughs> about it. So I feel like I'm going to go with space, and here's why. Um, with the spider. I I don't know what that thing is going to do. I don't have control <laughs> over it. I can't rationalize with it. I can't be like, hey, man, can't negotiate just, you stay with in my corner. I'll stay in my corner. Let's just hang out. How about that? Right? You do, yep. do you play backgammon? Do you want to play cards? What are we doing? <laughs> that doesn't work with these spiders. I'm assuming. I have not boned up on the Wikipedia page. Uh, a ledge, I have very minimal control with that as well because I'm just – I'm standing slash sitting on a – tiny little ledge mm -hmm. if wind happens goodbye mm -hmm. uh no bueno also you got that vertigo thing where you look down mm -hmm. and you're totally fine but you lose your balance and maybe i tip over i don't want to risk that mm -hmm. space <clears throat> i have to assume that nasa or spacex has sent me up there right mm -hmm. so i've been given potentially adequate training uh i've got no you're a tourist you're a space tourist that's what you are in this scenario a space tourist? Mm -hmm. You're a space okay. tourist. All right. You're so, not saving the world from an asteroid or anything like that. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm a space tourist, uh, I have to assume that the equipment I'm using has been given to me by some reputable uh, organization, right? So... I, I'd like to think that this, this equipment has been vetted. It's of high quality. Um, you know, I've got I'm, – I'm going to assume in my this – this is the artistic part I'm putting on the scenario. I have spotters inside who are watching me and Yeah, monitoring here's the thing. My... There's spotters, but there's also spiders inside too. Spiders. <laughs> Space spiders. No. I don't like so, it. So, yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm doing, if that's the case, I'm doing space. I don't like it, but I'm doing space. Because here's the thing, too. This is a long enough cable that you're on that if something were to happen, there's no way you're getting back in. Like, I want to be clear with this. Like, this umbilical cord you're on, it's like, I don't know, 200, 300, 400 feet. Like, it's just way out there. So if it were to snap, you're not going to be like, oh, I can, I can grab on. No, you're nowhere near like this thing. It's like you're parasailing in space. So... Oh, I hate this so much. All right. Spider. I'm doing the spider. Oh, my God. I'm doing the spider. Okay. Because I, two reasons. One, apparently they don't bite. I'm hearing this. So push comes to shove. I'm swinging at this thing. Cool. All right. All right. And I can stay awake for 24 hours. I've done it before. I can uh -huh. do it again. You and, feel like the uh, adrenaline would keep you awake? And I'm, gonna, I'm going around the edge of the wall. I'm keeping my eye on this son of a bitch. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. So I'll Ooh. go with the spider again. Don't like it. 
Yeah. I'm going with the spider. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> not it's one not bit. making me happy. <laughs> the thing is, I don't know enough of your true fears to do this to you. I know you <laughs> I know I know your dislikes. I know you dislike onions vehemently. I know you dislike salad. I know you dislike eight year old boys on playgrounds. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you fear. <laughs> Except boat purchases. I don't know. What do you fear? I don't fear them. They're just a bad idea. Oh, my God. Jared Doug is a real man. Uh, he has no fears. Uh, well, I'm not going to. Never mind. That was even. I'm censoring myself. I'm the fat daredevil who can see. <laughs> Cash in points for spit take. Here we go. Woo! <laughs> I'm the I'm the fat daredevil that can see who has low T. <laughs> and no, I won't take a pill for it. Fuck you. No. God wants. Because you know what? My dick was gonna stop working at some point. It's fine. It's fine now. Adios. Nope, not anymore. <laughs> there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we need that on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, we do. Oh my god. So speaking of the soundboard. Uh, hold on. What are your fears? Give me something. I mean, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Fine. Speaking of the soundboard. See how quickly I let that go. Like, fine. I mean, we'll get to it. I'm not a, I'm not afraid to talk about my fears. Um, but uh, so we had a, another wonderful uh, suggestion from a fan who had yes. a, a topic suggestion. So we figured this would be a, a good thing to talk about. So, Justin, play that soundboard clip. Hey guys, I'm wondering if uh, either of you have ever had what I'd like to call a soundtrack moment in your life. And this would be, you're listening to a radio and a song comes on. And not that it reminds you of something that's happened in the past, but could actually be the soundtrack to what is happening in your life right that second or right that minute. Um, the, uh, the example that always comes to mind for me uh, was uh, going through my second divorce and thinking I would never, ever get over it, never, ever feel the same. And slowly but surely, I started feeling better. And one of the days when I finally was really putting it behind me, Aerosmith's song um, uh, Amazing came on. And I just went, wow, that could be playing right now if this was a movie in my life. Let me know what you think. Okay. Who else here in chat? Chime in here. Who who thought he was going to say the, the song that could play was Taylor Swift's Never Ever Going to Get Back Together? Like, that's totally <laughs> – like, he said never ever, like, twice. I'm like, oh, he's totally going to say Taylor Swift. Like, we're never ever getting back together. Like and that it was really gave me some closure. 100% what he was going to say. Without a doubt. Like, that's what I thought. I'm like, and he's like, no, Aerosmith. I'm like, wait, what? No. Well, oh, wait, no, no. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I fucking love that. That's hilarious. That's a great question. Just like Hank to listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah, it would be. He's, um, he's a man before, of all of all ilks. <laughs> that's the right word, yes. right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. So uh, I will say this, too, for anyone listening. Uh, Hague has sent two of these in to us, and they've both been fantastic. Any one of you out there listening on Twitch, on uh, any of the podcast apps, viewers, listeners alike, if you guys want to, uh, record yourself asking a question or giving us a prompt on your phone, 
and uh, send it to us. You can send We have an email. Doug, it is mindgappodcast at gmail.com. So send it to that email. If you can figure out how to send it via social media, do that. Probably email's better. Um, but yeah, you can, if you have our phone numbers, text it to us, whatever, just get it to us and we will, uh, we'll play it. If you've got a good one. I know we have some creative people out there, so we want to hear what you have to say. Um, I was thinking about this prompt and, uh, the, the one that can, the one that comes to mind immediately is actually when Beth and I were, uh, first kind of dating, uh, where we were still, Without going too far into it, we were unofficial, and I might have been seeing someone else at the time. Gotcha. So I had a decision to make on do I continue with my current relationship or do I cut that and I go with this new relationship that that seems to be forming. And uh, I was kind of weighing this over and over and over, and I finally got Beth, – Beth asked me the question. Just no pressure, but she was like, hey, when are we – or will we ever become a we? And I went, okay, so it's decision time. <laughs> and I was thinking and thinking it over and over and over. And my favorite, Glenn Hansard, he came on. Uh, I think at the time I had a iPod shuffle or whatever it was. And Glenn Hansard came up and uh, it was a song called When Your Mind's Made Up. Mm. And I was listening to the song and I went, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> and it was like, I, I'm fighting because... Um, with the chorus is when your mind's made up, there's no point trying to fight it. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it universe. Okay. And so for me, that was, I was like, this, this literally could be that scene in the movie where like, it's a, it's a, a quick cut montage of me, like at the grocery store thinking at the park, sitting on a park bench. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get up and I run to, I run to the, the person I choose. Um, so that, that was definitely one that, I was as soon as he said that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's that moment for sure. Mine's really dumb, really, really, Please. really, really, really dumb. Um, I remember it very vividly because it was it was like very out of body experience when it was happening. But I think there's probably only one person in the chat who's gonna get this. Um, <laughs> but uh, I Aaron. was, I think it was sixth grade, sixth grade. I was playing, I think, sixth grade basketball. And I was playing against this team who was like, we were in a tournament and they were just like better than us. And like, we knew like we were doing pretty well, but we had a feeling that when we played them, we would lose. And as I was playing the game at the time, the video game Final Fantasy three was released in the United States. It's Final Fantasy six uh, abroad uh, from no Japan. Sense. Makes sense, right? Um, and there was this particular theme song that played during one of the boss battles towards the end of the game. And as I was playing and we were like, kind of like, dueling this team like this epic boss battle music started playing in my head like it was very much like oh i'm like i don't think we're gonna beat them guys and we didn't but it was like this like silly moment where i'm like i'm fighting this 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 enemy and this music kicked literally kicked on in my head as we were playing a sport <laughs> we were playing something and i was like da -da 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 -da. i'm like oh, I, I can hear it <laughs> in my brain as we're fighting, it was yeah. really ridiculous. So when he when he when he shared that with me, I'm like, that's what popped in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, it's nothing like, yeah. So I was I was about to make love to this lady, and uh, <clears throat> Aerosmith's "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" came on, and you know, like, or you know, whatever. Came too early. I came too early. Like, yeah, yeah. It was nothing like that at all. Uh, it was just like, oh yeah, that thing happened. So yeah. Um. I, oh, did we get checked again? God damn it. Okay. Posture check, y'all. Posture check. 
Um, Pasta check. I will say too that anytime there are certain songs, uh, Stevie Wonder songs typically have anything from the album songs from the Key of Life have like that, the very kind of like dun 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 dun, like it's a very moving rhythm. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're listening to that and it comes on and you're on the street, it it doesn't have anything to do with your life other than you're walking at that moment, and you cannot help but sync up to that rhythm. Yeah. And feel like you're in a movie like like the opening to Saturday Night Fever where you're yeah. just like, yeah, I'm a cool motherfucker. I got this. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're walking down the street. and You're like, everyone should see me right now because I'm pretty badass. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, oh, boy. Um, Why would you put this on here? Uh, Come on, Doug. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. I how, promise. How we'll, are you even going to see us do this? I'll, we'll get to that. It's for yeah. my own personal health. In case anyone's listening, someone uh, wants us to do uh, <laughs> ten push-ups or sit-ups. So we will we will be doing that momentarily. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> DCOG84 goes, we will know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'm gonna be sitting in front of this thing, I want to get some, you know, uh, you know, I want to get some activities, you know. Doug, we need to discuss what is good for a podcast and what is good. For I agree. I agree. Now, I'm saying I'm not saying we we do that. Well, regardless, we will. These will. The bill comes due, and we will. We will these will be honored. These will be honored. All right. So. <laughs> Well, then when you come back up all sweaty, I'm already sweaty. It's right. Yeah, that's not a tell. <laughs> Will you check my pit sweat levels? I mean, they're about the same. So, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, oh, my God. I'm trying to think of another time. Like, obviously, I have I have albums or songs that I listen to at, at during trip, you know, what's the word I'm thinking of? Very uh, um, telling times now important times i don't know something like i remember the album uh why do they rock so hard by real big fish was really big for me in like early high school okay um oh shit thank you sirloin for the 500 bits man very 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 Damn. kind of you thanks man you're so kind y'all <laughs> um i remember you know there was definitely like um there's, you know, I think we talked about this before, like, are, are there certain, like, albums and songs that, like, I just can't listen to, like, because it will take me back to a time that I don't necessarily want to go back to, and um, it's very, like, it'll, I will time travel when I listen to those, or because I was yeah. listening to them at a very particular time in my life where something happened, and I'm like, oof, if I listen to that again, I'm going to go back there, and I don't think I can, and... Yeah. So I, I think some of those things, you know, could kind of come in that same vein of, you know, um, what what's kind of like a soundtrack for your life at that time, you know, because like, it's 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 also it's almost like confirmation bias. Depending on what's going on, you can find a song that you feel like relates to everything that's going on. Like when my uh, when yeah. when my my good friend Jeff passed away uh, when I was twenty five, like pretty much every song just had something to do with that i remember listening to a song by weezer um that had that but uh, the one big one for that was dashboard confession not not dashboard confessional it was uh, death cab for cutie um follow you into the dark like that song was purely about death and jeff had played that song to me shortly before he died and so it was yeah. like i have a hard time and then i heard that song in a scrubs episode 
which was also very one of my favorite episodes of Scrubs, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like that 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 song just had holds a lot of weight for me, and I almost don't yeah. want it to because I feel like it has this sort of power over me, and it comes on, I'm like, I go places, and I'm like, I don't necessarily want to go there. That's even, that's hard when it puts you in that that kind of headspace. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. <laughs> I think <clears throat> Sir Loin will probably get this one, but like listening to Good Charlotte or something will also take me back to a time where I'm like, I used to like this music. <laughs> Like a lot. Like I went to their concerts. Like, oh man, yeah. I I, I look at that stuff. I'm like, ooh boy, that takes me someplace. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to go there either because this is embarrassing music to listen to. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I I definitely have songs that will take me to certain places uh, or certain moments in time. Very similar to like how a smell will. Yes. They say like smell the olfact olfactory sense is like one of the the strongest to trigger memories. And I know music, music for me, certain songs definitely have that. Like there's a day I was a big Dave Matthews fan in high school. And there's one Dave Matthews song that brings me back to a very specific singular point in high school. One, one day, one afternoon, it was raining outside. I like, I can see it clear as day in my mind's eye. And, uh, what was the song? It will, it, it's, uh, um, I can't remember the name. <laughs> It's not. Is it? Uh, it's called, oh my god! It's ducks fucking, name? right? It's not crash into me. It's um, ducks fucking. I think it's it's. Yeah, hold on. Uh, <laughs> hold on. He's got to look up the song that was so powerful. I'll take it to the very moment he doesn't know what it's. The thing <laughs> is, the thing is, I don't remember the na- David Matthews has a lot of songs. I know the okay know the sound of the song. I think it was number does forty-one. It, does it go hey hey hey? Yes, that's the one. What is that? <laughs> You know, what it, you know what it was? It uh, was. There it is. That's yeah. oh, dude. That's I'm so glad we were able to license Dave Matthews for right. for this for this podcast. Oh, a, and I was like, ha, 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 to me, and I into you. <laughs> no, I think it was number forty-one. Uh, I think I remember that one. Yeah. Sure, was it number five? No idea. <laughs> but what was it? Slurmy butts. What was the name of the? <laughs> Sludgy hand jobs. What was it? I'm sorry. Slurmy butts. Maybe that's got to be someone's name. That's got to be someone's screen name. That's got to be a character name in one of our video games. Slurmy butts. Someone write that down. That's uh, <laughs> that's definitely something that. Uh, <laughs> Whoo! The name of the band was the Spotlight, and their album was butts. called slug love so oh slug love i meant that's what i meant slurmy butts Slurmy butts. oh boy i just got all sorts of visuals with that like i just oof, that was just a <laughs> dripping wet nasty butthole is what i got when you said slurmy butts <laughs> that's not even on the soundboard that was just real sound effect right there that was just the j man making it happen yes yes um, oh my god slurmy butts um, what is that? The number does number five take you? Because you and I were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Does number five take you back somewhere? It does. It takes me back. It takes me back someplace good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know if I'm Creole or what I am there, but <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that was like Crawdad Man from the League. It's like <laughs> really we gotta keep them separated. They gotta eat themselves. They gotta eat themselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yeah, that uh, it was this band called The Spotlight, very just barely known band, college band that I I I think I found them when I was working for ASCAP when I was just trying to find uh, artists to get signed up and things like that, and um, I just I really fell in love with them, and they had this song called Number Five, and it was really cool, really enjoyable. The whole album I think is really well done. It's just a band that unfortunately just didn't go anywhere after that, and literally before. I started this. I was like, what was the name of that band? I couldn't remember their name. I remember the the song was called Number 5. I'm like, well, that doesn't help because when you type Number 5 into YouTube, you get the Number 5 for kids. You, you get you Mambo Number there's, 5. There's quite a few things out there Yeah, the name yeah. Number 5. There's like just something called Chinese Special Number 5. Like, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Um, and then I was like, I remember the album name, which was Slug Love. And then I was like, oh, I just type Slug Love in and it's like the spotlight. I'm like, that's what it is. Got it. So I reversed engineer it. That was a boring story, but you're welcome. Fuck you guys. Da, 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 da. Oh man! Yeah, um, there's uh, there's another song by Slurmy Butts uh, that <laughs> every time I hear it, it takes me back to a very special, very special time in my life. Oh, what is this? <laughs> is that someone blowing a bubble? It's a Twitch cop. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Down. I'll say, Dave Cochran, thank you for giving us that lead-in. That could not have been more perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Today's it. Today's throwdown. Um, oh, I wonder if we could redeem. Could we set up a thing where someone can redeem points to pick the throwdown? Yes, we could absolutely do that. Ah. That would be really cool. Look for that coming soon. Yes. 100%. Maybe. Um, anyway, today's throwdown. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a couple things that we mentioned. I definitely was thinking, oh, we could do that one big stupid spider versus something, but I don't want to do that because I don't want to think about him anymore. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I, I came up with Blade came up for me Again, in something huh? the other day. What's that? Again? You like Blade? Yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Blade 3. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Not against Morbius, not against anyone like that. I'm thinking uh, this time we do Blade versus Hellboy. Oh, boy. I don't know if I know enough about these guys other than... Jared, you're, you, you're at strike two. You get two more. That's it. And then you're Jared, out of here. Jared said Justin versus a Huntsman Spider. <laughs> I mean, I think Justin would win because they don't bite. So, I mean... And I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh. Look, if you're if you're tired of Blade, we can go. No, can no, 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 no. We can do Widow if you want to do Spiders. <laughs> verse. No. No, right. Blade. Blade versus Hellboy. I like that one. How about Beast versus Hellboy? If you don't want to do Blade. No, I like Blade versus Hellboy. Let's stick right. with it. All right. Um. Cool. So, Blade is obviously strong versus vampires. Hellboy's not a He's- vampire. Very, very true. Blade possesses superhuman strength, stamina, speed, agility, heightened senses, and a rapid uh, uh, healing factor that attacks any alien substances in his body. Cool. Uh, so it can't be poisoned, basically. Yep. Um, he's, uh, 
master of martial arts, skilled swordsman, marksman, fighter, throwing knives. Uh, he's knowledgeable about vampire lore as well as the supernatural. So that might aid him against Hellboy. I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, there might be a loose connection there. What about Hellboy? Uh, Hellboy. <clears throat> or anyone in the chat, feel free to. He possesses. Feel free to f yeah, fill us, us with knowledge on these two. <laughs> Superhuman strength, of course, because everyone has it, uh, <laughs> that exceeds the one-ton base limit, endurance, degree of resistance to injury, and a healing factor that allows him to heal quickly from virtually all bodily injuries. Uh, he's got the innate ability to comprehend ancient and magical languages. Um, his, uh, power, his actual, um, uh, strength is, it varies depending on who's writing for him. He has survived being impaled through the chest with a sword. Severe werewolf mauling has been beaten unconscious with heavy iron tongs, fallen from extreme heights, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, bunch of other shit. He's got the right hand of doom. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um. So, which is just a fancy way of saying that's his jerk off hand. <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Just hanging out with my right hand of doom. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking. So I feel like Blade has an advantage here based on his agility and things of that nature. But I don't think he can outright kill Hellboy, but I think he can do significant damage. I think the one thing that stuck out to me was just that Hellboy's ability to regenerate quickly, yes. I think was pretty powerful. But what's to stop Blade from just cutting his head off? You know what I mean? Other True. than the right I mean, hand of doom, but you know. He just turns it and starts giving him a reach around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Blade's like, I had no idea. Ah! Um... <clears throat> yeah, you know, this is, it's an interesting, because I feel like with Blade, I just feel like Hellboy is so big. He's just got such, such, like, mass to him that Blade, being part man, part vampire, I just don't think is going to stand a chance against, uh, stand a chance against what Hellboy can, can the Hellfire he can rain down. Yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I, I know that I've seen both movies of Hellboy. Actually, I haven't seen the third one, the most recent one. But, I mean, I remember, I know that it's like if he gets his horns reattached, he basically heralds the doom of the world. I think that's what he's known for. Um, I mean, he's fought guys that are pretty agile and pretty powerful, and he's survived. I mean, he's killed interdimensional beings and, you know, hellacious beings and stuff like that. I mean, he's, he's very resilient. I think Blade has obviously killed just countless vampires but i feel like that's his wheelhouse you know what i mean like oh i do too yeah and i mean i think i know he rolls advantage answer. against vampires if you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> yeah i do <laughs> uh I, I mean he's both of them are strong but but based off of what we're reading here what we've seen and what we're what we're reading from uh hellboy uh, he has uh picked up and thrown opponents weigh, opponents weighing at least four to five hundred pounds uh, he's also torn down a large tree and hurled it at an opponent. I don't think I've ever seen Blade tear out a tree and sling that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, yes, he's strong, but I just think Hellboy's got 
I don't know. He's got he's got that that hand of doom. Yeah, it's interesting me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm feeling that Hellboy. Apparently, it is a catalyst that will also bring about Ragnarok. So Jervis says, if, I think if, Hellboy would win because Blade would refuse to open his eyes and need them to be CGI'd open. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Now, I All think Hellboy I, uh, has to do is just rain down uh, uh, sunlight, just vitamin D, and Blade's done. Well, Blade can walk; he's a daywalker, so he's oh, he's, that's he's, true. he's still he has all the benefits and none of the drawbacks for being a vampire. Well, so, well. I don't know. For some reason, I'm, I I have no objective thing for this, but I'm, I'm I'm giving my advantage to Hellboy on this one. Yeah, I I do. I do again. Doug and I are operating uh, with half knowledge on both of these characters, but I think based off of what I know from the movies that I've seen and the limited amount that I've read about each character, <laughs> I gotta give it to I gotta give it to Hellboy. I think yeah. I think he's uh, I think he's just got it. If you guys think otherwise, uh, hit us up on our social medias and let us know, or Twitch, you know, light us up, whatever you want to do, because. But we're saying, Hellboy for the. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Hellboy for the win. Hooray! <laughs> that was my yep. Irish accent. <laughs> Spotless. Just Spotless. Spotless. Uh, wow, that was fun, man. That was a great episode. Thank you for sharing your three greatest fears, your four greatest fears, and playing along. I know. Right. Yeah. And Jared, thank great. you for suggesting so the Huntsman fun. Spider. And... Uh, and thank you all for uh, you know playing along with all the fun stuff uh, in, in the chat and everything. And for the record, we are still going to redeem these uh, push-ups slash sit-ups. I, 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 my idea is that as we're playing out, we will we will do them for the Twitch chat. We'll end the recording and we'll we'll do it for the Twitch. We'll do it. To, to, we'll I didn't do forget, for Jervis. We'll do it for the Twitch. We'll do it for the Twitch. Right. Um, so, but uh, <laughs> lies. Before we go, uh, I just want to say, uh, you know, again, thank you to everybody for everything. You guys are great. Thank you for all this. This is so much fun. Thank you uh, for the folks that subscribed. Thank you, Sir Loin84, for the bits. Uh, this is wonderful. And of course, we should talk about things that we want to recommend. So, um, Justin, why don't we start with you? Since you're a terrible person, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I am no monster. I recommend very heavily Avatar The Last Airbender, but the movie version. I think the series is dog shit. And I think you, if you really want to, you know, uh, intimately know the story, you need to watch the M. Night Shyamalan movie version. Uh, And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Have you seen it, Justin? No. (laughs) (laughs) Should I? Is it? And the is only reason why he suggests this is because I said my recommendation is Avatar The Last Airbender because it's now on Netflix. Uh, I got my daughter uh, just for fun. I was like, hey, you want to watch this? She was like, sure. And she is hooked. And it's nice. been so much fun because this is a show I actually give a shit about that she actually likes to watch. I'm like, yes, let's watch this. And I'm deal. like going like, hey, if you could bend any element, which one would you want to do? She's like, I want to do fire. I'm like, I would want to do. <laughs> I want to bend farts, dad. Uh, but it's been really fun rewatching the show. Seriously, like, if you guys have not seen it, it's a Nickelodeon show. The first couple episodes, they feel like it. But I gotta say, like, if you just get through probably the first three or four episodes, you're gonna get hooked. And you're gonna see probably some of the best character arcs in any show, hands down. Holy shit, Variety, XC. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Very kind of you. Wait. Thank you for the 1,500 bits. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Um, 
And uh, it, it, you're gonna see some of the best character arcs. Like there's episodes that I I get choked up on. And I'm like, God damn it, this is a Nickelodeon cartoon. Like so good. It's three seasons. You know exactly where it's going, and yeah. it's fantastic. It's wonderful storytelling. It's absolutely wonderful. Check it out. It's on Netflix now. You won't be disappointed. We can do a whole episode on it. Justin, I challenge I, you to watch this show. Watch you it with and Beth. You have both challenged me. I'm willing to bet Beth would like it too. Honestly, I bet you All she'd right. enjoy it. So it's All got right. it's got a really cool story to it. So I think you'll enjoy it. We'll give it a shot. Uh, if I could uh, be real for a moment, a mm-hmm. real recommendation is. Um, if you look up on YouTube, just look up James and the Giant Peach. Uh, Taika oh. Watiti is uh, doing readings every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of like three chapters of every every posture check. Uh-huh. He's doing readings every Monday, Wednesday, th- Friday. About three chapters an episode, and he has um, – wow, a lot of posture checks coming in. <laughs> He has uh, different celebrity <laughs> guests happening uh, each time. So they'll join him on a Zoom call and they'll they'll each read a uh, a part of the uh, they'll like someone will be the caterpillar, someone else will be the grasshopper. Taika is usually the narrator and James. Um, and they're they're a lot of fun. And it's a it's a good book. If you've never read the book, it really is a good book. Um, and uh, they're raising money for the Raldal uh, Foundation. Or no. They're raising money, and then the Roald Dahl Foundation is going to match whatever they raise. Something like that. They're doing good stuff. The latest one had Ryan Reynolds on it, and it was just a just a treat to watch. So uh, definitely check it out. Um, and then um, also I will say I've been really enjoying Masterclass. So if you guys nice. have ever thought about pulling the trigger on it, you know, if they've got a free option, do it. Uh, they also – we got the one – Chris Vellucci and I went in on the buy one gift one. So – I paid for a full year membership, gifted it to him. He paid me half the cost, and now we each have a membership for half the cost for a year. It's really good. So if you've ever been interested in anything artistic or, you know, just they have everything from. I mean, you, you go look it up. It, they've got a ton of shit. It's for sure to me. It's a worthwhile investment. So um, variety XZ, thanks for the sub, man. Really appreciate it. We'll return the favor, I promise. And congrats to you, sir, for becoming an affiliate on Twitch as well. That's awesome, work, man. Huzzah. Huzzah for you. Way to go. Wow. Lots to do, guys. Lots to hang out. Lots to check out. Uh, don't forget uh, twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. We are here every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central, to record our podcast episodes. And Saturday night's video game night. And, uh, again, this week on Saturday, we're going to be playing One Troll Army, where I'm going to be playing a troll defending a goblin village. You guys come and basically try to wreck my village. We'll see what happens. You know, who knows? Uh, again, I'm not, I haven't tried it out yet, so it could be a complete shit show, but come hang out, test it out with me. It should be fun. You guys can essentially try to beat my ass, which you probably will. So we'll make it entertaining. We'll make it fun. Uh, also don't forget to check us out on our social medias at mind get podcast. Check out our YouTube channel. Uh, right. said, Oh, I'll wreck your village. Thank you. Oh, sir. I'll, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm going to get in there. I'm going to sneak in through the back gate and I'm going to wreck that motherfucking village. You going down? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Never do. Yep. You're uh, welcome. Check out I our YouTube. Your butt. <laughs> check out our YouTube. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, that's where we post all of our episodes as well as highlights uh, from our Twitch streams. We got another great one coming up from Joke Boat from last Saturday. It's a real, real filthy one, guys. You all did great. Very, very proud of you all. 
Uh, so check us out on all those areas. And also, don't forget, we do also have merch, too, if you guys uh, want to check it out. If you're on Twitch, just head straight down uh, in the panels down below. You can find a link to our merch page. Uh, we just have uh, regular Mind Gap t-shirts there right now, but we are going to be expanding that. I'm um, coming up with some unique designs as we speak. So we'll be flashing that stuff out. So feel free to pick one of those up if you're so inclined. And thank you all for supporting the podcast. These bits, these subscribes, like they mean a lot to us. We're just getting started and it's going to be really cool as we get things rolling. So thank you so much for that. And also don't forget to follow Justin on his social medias as well. That's true. Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the all Mind realm, check us out on Apple podcast on Stitcher on Spotify. And on Google Podcast, wherever you find and consume the podcast, give us a subscribe there, rate us, review us, share us around. The big one is sharing. That means so, so much to us. Just copy the link wherever you find us, share it out to someone you think would be uh, interested, or just post it on your social media in general. Uh, a, a recommendation from someone goes a long way. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap. And then 2east8th.com in general. And also check out uh, 2east8th.com slash short script contest. We've got the script contest going through mid-June, and we are also uh, going to be uh, – we're working with Smoose Entertainment. It's a co-production with our good buddy Adam Smeestad. Uh, we're doing a quarantine uh, special project, so be on the lookout for that. Good things coming down the, down the pipe. Hell yeah! So uh, to all of our Twitch users and viewers, I want to say thank you. And I want to say to our listeners who have listened from the very beginning and even the new ones, thank you. And to Justin, I shall say thank you, sir. And to Douglas, your beautiful, large, sweaty, bald head, thank you. Awesome. So uh, I got lost. Uh, you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.